TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Pull up a rock by the campfire. It's time for that paleo show with your hosts, Sarah Stewart, Steve Hayter, and the man with no shoes, Brett Hill. that paleo show making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone i'm sarah stewart i'm steve pater and i'm brett hill and you may have noticed that there's some new voices on here there's a slightly less canadian accent starting us off at the top with sarah and steve who you may actually remember from one of our previous episodes where he taught us all about kombucha is back so as you would have heard on our last episode we have got some new hosts on board it's really exciting new phase for that paleo show which we can't wait to share with you Um, but i guess first things first we're going to find out about our new hosts and find out who's come to join us so steve We've heard you before on the kombucha episode, but it'd be really good to get a bit of background from you about who you are and, and what you do and, and how you came to be a co-host on that paleo show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, it's good to be back. I had such a, a ball last time talking to you guys about kombucha. Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I, I went into a little bit uh, actually uh, when I introduced myself on the kombucha episode, but um, yeah, uh, Really, for me, I, I guess it's, it started when I, I, I grew up in an Italian family uh, primarily and um, my whole family, like everything revolved around food and our meetings revolved around food. And um, So pretty paleo then in an Italian pretty, family. Steve. Yeah, not, not, uh, <laughs> not heaps. Lots of pasta, bread, uh, you know, biscotti, all the, all the fun stuff and um, – yeah, for me, it was uh, really a, a way of life. And so uh, I guess food for me has been a, a challenge when I've uh, moved into paleo. And one of the things I think that's heavily influenced it is um, both of my uh, grandparents uh, on the Italian side um, actually passed away from cancer. And uh, that was a, a pretty big turning point for me. I think when um, they both passed away, I thought this is uh, this is not quite right. And so I decided to um, look into better nutrition. And um, I met Sarah, and uh, we just d- together decided to move into uh, into a more paleo lifestyle. Um, but yeah, that's that's a summary I've spoken before on. Um, when I got back from living overseas, uh, I stacked on a bunch of weight, got got the heaviest I've, I'd sort of been in my adult life. And, uh, yeah, paleo really helped turn that around for me. So to go from being quite overweight to uh, a place where I'm comfortable has been uh, a, a really uh, – a really big weight off my shoulders, I guess, um, from being quite self-conscious to enjoying life and and wanting to really spread that message as much as possible to um, those I care about and and those people who are ready to receive it because I think uh, not everybody's ready to receive it, but those that are and and start looking around for podcasts like these, um, you know, we want to be there giving quality information. Um, And I I guess the the overriding factor for me is – I'm just, I'm, I'm so fed up with uh, the state of, of health, I guess, as a whole and, and how getting old typically means getting sick. Uh, and I, I'm really, really passionate about preventative care and I, I guess making that a, a high priority. We, we tend to respond to things when they get urgent. So trying to, to make that as relevant as possible for people um, so as to 
would be driven, I guess, towards a more healthy lifestyle so that you live a longer, happier and, and healthier life. And so, Steve, you obviously mentioned the weight there, and, and I've seen your before and after pictures, and there's certainly a noticeable difference there just from an appearance point of view as well. But um, before you went paleo, like what sort of stuff were you noticing in terms of your health, you know, well-being, energy, sleep, those kind of things? You know, what, what was going on with you from a health perspective? Yeah, I I didn't really exercise. Um, exercise wasn't a big thing for me, and I didn't really see uh, why it was so valuable. Um, for me, I, I've, I guess I've always liked sleep, but I've not really known the quality of sleep that I have since moving to a healthier lifestyle. It's funny how normal becomes a different normal when when you're doing things a little bit better. But um, Probably, probably the biggest thing I've noticed is just uh, the, the the mental baggage that's gone. Um, you know, you always see like Jenny Craig commercials and things like that where people have lost weight and they're jumping with their arms up in the air and saying, "I feel great, life's great." Um, but that was that was really profound for me because I think shifting the weight uh, was a, a big emotional release for me. It's uh, you know, growing up in a family that's typically um, a, a little bit overweight um, was something I was pretty self-conscious about as a as a kid growing up. You know, like I had like little little kid boobs and uh, man boobs, and um, that that kind of thing. You know, affected me to the point where I actually developed a, a slight hunch because I was conscious of you know the way that I looked, and and as a result, that was something that sort of embedded itself deep into my psyche. So when I uh, found these tools to be able to live a more healthy lifestyle, you know, the way that you start paleo is the way that you sustain it and live it. It's not uh, it's not three months of shakes or, you know, anything like that to, to lose that weight and then put it back on later. Um, it, I, I'm, it, it's, it's, a, it's a release, you know, like you can – you've got – more free space in your head to and so, do what you want. Steve, for you, you've obviously talked about there's some real mental changes there for you. I mean, how much of that for you was like, I guess, a self-esteem thing as in, you know, looking better, feeling better, being happy with your weight? And how much of it do you think was actually like physiological changes in terms of, you know, better nourishment for your body, better brain function, better, you know, better hormone balance, those sort of things? You know, can you draw any distinction between which of those two camps or how much of each of those two camps it was? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, when you step into paleo and, and you're passionate about it, you start to educate yourself, you start to put a bit of a why towards the the um, how you feel. So you start to understand why you feel how you feel. And so for me, I think losing the weight and not having to be so conscious about my appearance um, was probably a large part of it. Um, but also, I guess what happened, uh, yeah, I, I, it, I think it's more so due to um, just having to not have to worry about my appearance, I think was probably the primary one. Yeah, cool. Well, there's really some cool changes there, Steve. Like I said, having seen you before and after pictures and you know, maybe one time down the track we'll be brave enough to share some of those on the on the Facebook page perhaps for the fans. But um, yeah, you know, there, there's definitely some cool changes there visibly, but obviously just from a health perspective, from a you know wellness, as you said, from a happiness perspective, it's, it's really cool to see those sort of changes. And I know because of that journey you've been through, you know, it really brings then some cool stuff that you can share with our fans that I know a lot of people are going to really relate to and it's going to really help them on their journey. 
journey. And I know that's something you're really passionate about, Steve, as well as, I guess, you know, getting into some of the other areas of, you know, speaking and doing those sort of things as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's something that I think everybody can, can gain uh, benefit from. And, um, yeah, I mean, when, when you're... You're living healthier, you're living cleaner, your, your head's not as foggy, you feel better, you don't feel like having a nap at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, your sleep's in check, and you just feel like you're living better. And I think a, a, a better quality uh, of life, I think, contributes more towards your life purpose and what you really want to do. So it's exciting stuff. I see it really as a gateway towards really uh, living your true potential. Nice. And so obviously, Steve, you know well our, our other co-host we've got with us, Sarah. So Sarah, um, perhaps you can start and give us a bit of a background about yourself and your journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll give you a little bit of a, an out, Brett. Once you give me a gateway to talking about health, I might not shut up. So Excellent. feel free to <laughs> drive direction. But um, I'm super excited to be able to share a little bit about um my journey because I don't think it's dissimilar to a lot of other people Um, and I feel like, um, you know, sharing knowledge empowers people. It it takes away the burden of feeling like you're in it yourself and, you know, being relatable is such an important thing. I really believe strongly in lifting each other up and supporting each other in what we can do. So, I mean, for me, um, I guess working backwards, uh, my journey really started, there were three major turning points. And the first one was um, I'd moved away and I was living interstate at the time and um, it was fairly isolated and I wasn't at the happiest peak of my life. And I remember standing in the mirror and I kind of looked at my knees and I was like, geez, like there's a, a roll of fat on the top of my knee hanging down over my knee. What's, what's that about? And just kind of chose to ignore it because it was easier than uh, acknowledging it. And then the second one was lying on my side in, the, in my bed and I looked down and I, I uh, looked at what I was horrified to acknowledge was my belly because I could actually pick it up and shift it at the time. And that was just a real, uh, I guess, a real kick in the pants. And I knew at that point that I could either acknowledge what I was noticing and that it was um, a reflection of the state of my health. So um, I could either acknowledge it and do something about it, or I could accept it and continue with the way I was. Um, for me, the latter wasn't an option. I, I like to strive for, you know, um, optimal everything really. And um, the, the third and final peak was knowing that I was coming home to Adelaide for a party and um, being a bit embarrassed about the way I looked, I um, went and got a spray tan. So for those of you that haven't had a spray tan, you get given these delightful see-through uh We'll call them underpants, but they're a little bit more brief. And you stand there and uh, you bear all and you get a spray tan. And I just remember being torn between the horror of getting that done, but the purpose of doing it was to cover up what I was hating so much, which was my poor state of health. And um, so it took me a little while to digest all of that, but I I acknowledged it face on. And um, I know for me, I tipped the scales at over 112 kilos and I I stopped weighing at that point because, once again, it was just too much to acknowledge at the time. Um, I did get bigger, but then I uh, I gently sort of stepped off onto my road to a better way of living. So that's, uh, I guess, where I I started on my health um, 
my change to, to better health. And I think what's really cool about that, Sarah, is that even at that stage, even kind of at what was probably your worst in terms of your health, you looked at it as a state of health, you know, as being the problem, not necessarily just your weight or just your appearance, but you're actually saying, no, this is actually a reflection of my state of health, which I think is really fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I, I feel like I'm really lucky. I've been brought up in a, a family that was typically meat and three veg, which, to be honest, I hated and, and I found it really boring and dissatisfying. Um, but soft drinks were a birthday Christmas deal. Um, McDonald's just didn't happen. Um, so my grandma, now that she's passed and in hindsight and with discussions in, with Steve, I've really realised how alternative and ahead of her time she was. And I think that embedded in me um, an appreciation that I hadn't even realised for um, your body wants to be right and it wants to heal and that's something that I've I've just known. And um, when I was, you know, the, the weight was symptomatic. I, I had chronic sinusitis. Um, I always had headaches and migraines. I was depressed. I didn't want to be social and, you know, I love people so that was really unusual for me. And um, just not living life and, and not caring about living but, you know, there was that deep-seated just knowing that there was more and it was actually up to me. So, yeah, in that regard, it, it definitely was reflective of my health. And so, Sarah, you're obviously a very fit individual as well. And, uh, you know, for those listeners who are noticing that I'm really polite to Sarah, she is a very fit girl <laughs> and she I'm just scared that she's going to kick my butt. So I'm just like really nice to her all the time. <laughs> but you are very fit, Sarah. You're a machine in the gym. So what came first for you? Was it the food stuff or was it the fitness stuff that came first? Uh, it was absolutely um, a food thing initially, but I kind of paired it. I had to go for what felt right and what was comfortable. And, and one of my mottos, I'm a, I'm a big motto person or a big saying person, you'll get to know this about me, but something that I always look at is what you can do. So for me, um, I started by not getting fries when I went through the drive through And I know that sounds ridiculous, no. But for me, that was actually really epic. I'd actually learnt um, part of growing up with the meat and three veg and, and pretty good eating generally um, was when I did get a job when I was 14, I kind of didn't really learn much of a balance. So most of my wage went on food and um, there was a lot of emotional eating involved and I just, um, you know, I, I didn't figure it out. And so for me, I started off with getting rid of the fries and at the same time, I'd go for a walk. Um, and, you know, I maintained that for a little while and then you, I, I felt encouraged by like, oh, you know, I, I've achieved that, I've, I've done all right, I want to add to it now, so I ditched the soft drink. And, you know, as that progressed, I naturally wanted to achieve more. I'm a big goal setter, so I, I like to achieve targets and I like to push boundaries as well. But I also not knew it had to be doable, Um so there's, there's a stretch target and then there's being ridiculous. So as I gradually uh, was achieving success and, and feeling good about my wins, I laid up the approach and I, I just got um, the advice of a naturopath um, and I was seeking information where, wherever wherever I could get it, whether it was magazines or chatting to someone that had been successful themselves. And it was a lot of trial and error. 
So, I mean, having said that, I definitely had my setbacks. I'd lose 20 kilos and then I'd put on 25. So there was some yo-yoing. But um, it's funny, even though I experienced all of this, it feels like I'm telling a story about a different person sometimes. But um, I think the the gift of having gone through it myself is that I can – I can relate to other people that are experiencing it um, and it's not easy but it's also something that I value because I know that there's some choices there that I'll never make again and, you know, if someone else can learn from what I've done, then that's awesome and I guess one of my biggest motivators is uh, I want my family to to be healthy and, and fit and happy and if I can lead by example and just be a, some sort of gentle guide for for what can be done then you know that's just winning all round yeah i love that because obviously one of my big drives is my kids and i just think you know trying to create a healthy world for my kids to grow up in is you know is such a driver for me and such a passion for me so i love that so sarah you started by not having the fries and then not having the soft drink and going for a walk you know what was the next Mm -hmm. step for you what else have you done from there on in in terms of changes i know there's been a lot Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, um, over time, the nutrition got better and better. um, And then I I wanted more. I was feeling better and I wanted to move more. And so I started to run, which was mainly done because people told me I couldn't. (laughs) I didn't have a runner's body. And um, it had put too much pressure on my knees. You and I suffer that same affliction, don't we, Sarah? (laughs) tell me I can and I will (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so I mean the joy of doing something that even maybe you deep down are a little bit nervous that maybe you can't when you achieve it it's just one of the best things that you can give yourself it's so cool um and then so I was I was playing around with a little bit of that and then I um got I moved back home to Adelaide and I joined a gym and so for a little while, I was quite happy doing my uh, pre-choreographed classes and just enjoying um, being part of a group. It was pretty nerve-wracking. I remember I've left probably a, a more gyms than I can count on my hands in tears because I felt so uncomfortable and nervous and just out of my depth. But something in me always always kept me going back because I wanted more for myself. Um And, yeah, I kept having gradual success. I kept trying different things. Like I sort of had a motto of if someone said, do you want to try acroaerobics? All right, I'll give it a crack. And I just looked for the joy in what I was doing. And then I I got to a point where I was feeling pretty good and I'd hit a plateau for quite some time. And I thought, all right, it's time to up it. And I got myself a personal trainer. And um, I was sitting in the, the reception of the gym I was at at that time. And out walks this guy and I thought, oh, crumbs. And there was that moment where I was either going to get up and leave and never come back or I was going to commit and I was going to go from there. And uh, the reason for this was my trainer at the time um, was one of the the guys that I actually went to school and he was in a couple of years younger than me and he was fit. So I was absolutely petrified. But um, I'm so glad that I, I stayed training with him and I did for many, many years and um and just so much to be grateful for for that relationship. I ended up um, getting into Muay Thai kickboxing, uh, which is just amazing. Uh, if anyone ever wants a challenge or to push themselves physically and mentally, that's where it's at. And I think for me, I need both mental and physical stimulation. Um, 
But at the end of the day, what, what all of this taught me is that moving is a privilege and a gift. And for me now to neglect that and to be irresponsible with my choices around my health, um, it's just wrong and it's a choice that I have the power to make. So um, coming back to you, Steve, did, did you guys f- discover paleo together? Or, like were you together when you discovered paleo or were you separate at that stage? We were together. Uh, Sarah and I met at the same workplace and I had got back from working in the Philippines for three months and I'd already lost a little bit of weight and here comes this person uh, into my workplace who uh, used to be a personal trainer and so um, <laughs> and she had protein bars in her drawer <laughs> and so I would, I, would, she, I would go up after I discovered it and I'd be like, oh, wow, you got protein bars. And she's like, yeah, you can take one whenever you want. And I was like, nice. And so it kind of the, 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 the romance started from there. But, um, it's because they're the expensive ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, they exactly. say that's the way to a man's heart, Steve, through the stomach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they, you know, they were the ones with the big bodybuilders uh, on the on the packaging, so you knew that they were the real deal, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, Sarah and I, um, I – discovery of paleo yes because when sarah and i got together and we started dating um it was kind of like our powers combined and it was you know when you live with someone who's just as passionate about um wellness of life and nutrition and movement and and uh, and mental gain uh you have the the ability, I guess, to create a bit of your own reality. You create your own universe between each other, and um, so from there, yeah, we were we were just uh, tenacious. We once we found out about it more, we we wanted more information. We bought books. We we read blogs. Um, you know, we're thirty day challenge fiends across the board. So when Rob Wolf laid it down to just try it for thirty days, and it's not going to kill you. Like if it's good, go with it. If it's not, then you know, cool. You can say you tried it. So we did that, and um, the 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 change was noticeable as such that we decided to continue on with it. You know, like the getting rid of the cloudy hair the sinus troubles Uh, we've both had multiple sinus operations so we kind of had that in common as well Uh, and um, yeah so we discovered it together and um, we went turbo we went turbo on it together nice and I know we're going to talk more about those 30-day challenges in later episodes so it's definitely something we can look forward to to nailing in and talking more depth because I know you guys love that topic Um, (laughs) absolutely Sarah who were your early influences who were the people you guys sort of looked at early you've mentioned Rob Wolf who else were you looking at in those early days Uh, We looked at Primal Blueprint as well. Um, We actually drew a lot of inspiration from Instagram because we didn't really know who the big names in paleo were. So for those of you that don't know what Instagram is, it's kind of like um, an application that everyone uploads photos and you label it with words underneath. So we were pretty much just clicking on the word paleo and it would just connect us to all these different photos of paleo and then we'd look at the people that were posting that. A lot of people were affiliated with different um, kinds of exercise as well. So we'd be looking at what they were eating um, and it is a little bit judgmental. We'd be looking at the correlation between how they were eating and the physical activities that they were able to do as a a result. Um, What else were our influences? Um, 
I think uh, I think with Instagram, you know, we were looking at what people were uh, eating. We were labelling it a bit, but that was helping to shape shape our understanding of what paleo was. I, I think that yeah. really helped us early on. You know, we'd be like, oh, "There's a bit of corn in there. What's up with that?" <laughs> or you know, that, we were a bit that, paleo police. Yeah, <laughs> we were. We didn't comment because the community is so supportive and yeah. helpful and, and wonderful, and that was a, a really great thing that uh, that nursed us into it. I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, they they were pretty much our our primary influences, uh, apart from what we'd read and a uh, little bit of stuff that we'd YouTube, I guess. Yeah, mm. nice. Well, I've got to say, like when it became clear that that Steph and Yana were going to step off of this show, um, it was really obvious to me that you two were the, just the perfect choice to come on and help out. Obviously, I've been exposed to you two quite a bit. Sarah obviously has been the personal trainer at my practice uh, over the last. I'm not sure how long, Sarah. Six months, twelve months, something along those lines. Yeah, almost a almost year. Almost a year. Um, you can put my um, anniversary present in the mail. Nice, right now, awesome. All right, you just have to remind <laughs> me the date because I'm terrible at dates. <laughs> But uh, but obviously, you know, from seeing that, Sarah, particularly, I could see just how inspiring you were and how, how good you were at inspiring people to make change and to sort of to think about change and think about this paleo lifestyle. Obviously, Steve, having you on the, uh, the kombucha episode, it was really clear that you've got some great information there and you just have a real passion for sharing it. And I think for both of you, you have a real empathy and a real understanding of people. So, you know, from my point of view, it's just a no-brainer to get you guys on board. But I guess what were your thoughts, what went through your your head in terms of um, coming on the show and deciding that this was something you want to do. You know, what are your goals for this? What are your goals for the show? Steve, perhaps you can start us off. Yeah, cool. I pointed to Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. <laughs> um, I, was, I was ecstatic, Brett. Like, you know, when, um, when you go through something yourself and you can really empathize with where people are at, um, and, you know, you observe the challenges that people go through and the confusion that's out there and, and the dismay and, and the, the challenge. I think you really owe it to yourself and I think owe it to other people to um, share what you know in order to help people and lift them up. I think um, when you have a great community around you, I think quality of life is, is much improved. Uh, I think really what I see moving forward for the show is um, – I guess spreading out into more engagement techniques. We want to make it fun. We want to make some noise. We want to make some awareness. Um, so we want to bring people into, you know, things like we've spoken about uh, uh, cave camp on the show. Uh, we've spoken about uh, ebooks. And just making it as accessible for people as possible to really wrap their head around the lifestyle, what it's about, uh, and really make a sustainable change because when people really hammer down that sustainable change into their life, um, they become a, a really great influence for other people because nothing nothing really gets uh, attention more than when you simply are, are walking a walk and you don't have to say anything about it. So we're really excited to uh, cross-collaborate as much as we can uh, and to be really innovative and bring to the, bring to the tables, you know, ways of understanding more about this, this lifestyle 
um, that are as varied as possible for people. Yeah, and I, I think that makes so much sense from a paleo perspective, doesn't it? Like we're talking about tribal and, you know, that whole community aspect of it, I think is what we're really excited about being able to grow. And, you know, whether that's people coming along to cave camp, whether that's people coming along to future seminars, we certainly have some really exciting seminars coming up. I know next year we're talking about some really big things. Um, we're hoping to be able to have our first primal down under seminar next year, late yeah. next year, mm-hmm. which is from some of the names we've spoken to about that so far is going to be absolutely massive Um, but even just simple things like getting some really cool engagement with our fans and with our community on Facebook and Instagram you know we really want to take it from being you know us just sitting here speaking into a microphone and sharing information to a much more interactive tribe and a much more interactive community where people really feel like they can come on Facebook and have input and you know relate with us and share photos on Instagram and you know all of those sort of things we want to to create that real community atmosphere Sarah is that that's sort of your goal as well I know yeah absolutely I mean I've got a a background in education um, which I'm really passionate about and I honestly um, believe that education is so powerful I mean you, you educate someone and that's something that can't be taken away and something that is a, a personal um, passion of mine is showing people what they can do and helping them to believe that they're worth it and I often think about the world that I want to live in and the, the world that I want my children to live in and that um, I see the paleo, that paleo show being a vehicle to improve um, that world. And it, it's such an amazing privilege to be able to share health with other people, but also to lift others up and, and show them what they are capable of. Yeah, awesome. And we've got some really exciting stuff coming up. I mean, already with you guys, we've recorded a couple of amazing interviews that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks. Um, So there's some Mm -hmm. awesome stuff to look forward to, some amazing content with some really big names. So can't wait to share those over the next couple of weeks. Obviously, so many more topics we've got to discuss. I mean, we've already mentioned our 30-day challenges, but you know, there's so much more stuff that we can discuss and really delve into in terms of the paleo lifestyle, whether that's the food component, whether that's the exercise, exercise component, the mindset stuff, which I know both of you are so amazing at. I can't wait to discuss some of that mindset stuff with you guys and, and implementation strategies with you guys because I know you've got some awesome tips that are going to that really help and really inspire a lot of our listeners. So I, I can't wait to share that. Obviously, you know, these live events and this interaction we're talking about is just going to be super exciting. But I think we've actually run out of time for our introduction show. So I'm going to have to throw it across to Sarah because obviously Sarah is now going to be our new host. So you're going to hear her doing the introduction and the, the outro of each episode from now on. So Sarah, you know, go for it. Close us off. Awesome. Um, well, thanks, Brett, Steve, and I are absolutely pumped to uh, be on board and we can't wait to uh, share all of these experiences with our listeners. Um, do make sure you head over to our website, thatpaleoshow.com, to tell us what you think. Fire up as many questions as you like. But until next week, check us out on Facebook and Instagram, That Paleo Show. Share your story and help to grow the paleo tribe worldwide. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.